how long could you survive without power in your house? And if you're an RVer who has done boondocking, has that prepared you to deal with power outages in your home? Well, we're going to explore that topic in this week's episode of Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Patrick. Hi, Patty. And I'm so glad that you stopped by our podcast. And Patty, we're going to start right off with a little ditty I like to call This or That. Oh boy, This or That. This or That. So this week's This (laughs) or That is, if you were given the choice Mm -hmm. between either doing looping at Disney, and for anyone who doesn't know what that means, when we stay at Fort Wilderness Resort, we like to rent a golf cart and ride around the different loops both during the day to look at rvs and at night to look at all of the decorations that the rvers put up oh man there's a lot yes and (laughs) and the holidays are the best times Um, christmas easter uh, halloween Mm. fourth of july you know actually there's a lot of holidays there are but it seems like even when it's not a holiday a lot of people will put up some very good decorations. Well, we've seen like I remember one rig. They had all of the holidays. Yeah, they just left it all. They just up. left it up. Different parts of their space okay. was yeah. <laughs> so that uh-huh. or would you rather take a walk Ooh. during sunset on Ooh. a beach? Oh my! And watch the sun go down. You know the beach is this very or magical. that looping at Walt Disney World's Fort Wilderness Resort or walking on the beach at sunset. I think, just because I think the beach is so magical, even though I don't like sand in my shoes. <laughs> hmm. I think I'm going to go with walking on the beach. Okay. Walking <laughs> on the beach. I know how much the pups love it. Well, I will tell you this. It's a lot cheaper than looping at <laughs> Disney. So It's just something really magical about being at the beach, period. Yeah. And um, the pups love it. And it's, I just the memories I have have been good of us being at the beach and walking and looking at things and enjoying and yeah all right and this time of year because we have snow on the ground right now beach sounds really good beach sounds really good when there's yeah, snow might, on the i might ground. be like thinking that at the moment but yeah i'd like to take this moment to thank this podcast episode sponsor happy acres campground in angola indiana if you are headed to northeast indiana with your rv and you are looking for a place to stay look no further than happy acres campground conveniently located at uh, us 20 and interstate 69 just a few minutes south of the indiana toll road happy acres is going to put you in the perfect location whether you're visiting the rv museum that's less than an hour away or all the major rv manufacturers over in the elkhart area and at happy acres they are big rig friendly they have nice big pull through sites full hookups and angie and kevin the owners are absolutely amazing and so we appreciate them supporting our podcast so we can continue to bring you content like we're going to talk about today so check out camphappyacres.com and reserve your site today all right patty so recently we went through a little bit of a situation here at tall pine lodge that's what you're calling it a situation that's what we're gonna call it i don't i don't know what else you call it so last week we had an ice storm in northeast indiana and primarily in steuben county where we live right um and i don't know what the actual thickness of the ice was but it was enough that it probably took a third to a half of our county off the power grid. Right. And in our case on Wednesday night, um, we lost power actually in the afternoon about 3 p.m., but at around 8.50 p.m., 
one of our large white pine trees actually succumbed to the weight of the ice and fell directly on the roof of our house. Right. What a sound. Yes. it. I think it made all four of us jump. Right. I can still hear that sound. Yeah. And um, and so having a tree on your house, that's probably a whole podcast episode in and of itself. Right. Um, we did get that removed the next day. And now we're in the process of having our contractor figure out what he needs to do to repair our roof. Luckily, there were no actual holes in the roof. Right. But our metal roof is a little mangled. Yeah. Metal roofs have a lifetime guarantee as long as a, a, a tree doesn't land tree on doesn't it. fall on them. Then they have to be replaced. So. And what's just so crazy to me is we know they're really tall. They're huge. And we had it hit the house. And then it seemed like a little bit later we felt something fall on the other side of the house. Well, it was the top of that tree that just must have broke let off loose, and yeah. let loose and came down the other side. So the topper of that tree, that's crazy to me. That's how big that, that tree right. is. So the good news was we got the tree off the right. house the next day. The bad news was we did not get power back for a total of 94 hours. We were two hours shy of a full four days without yeah, power. that's a lot. And so <laughs> Patty and I, while we were living without power for four uh-huh. days, we're talking about how does boondocking prepare us for being without power in our house? And I think it does. I think for RVers who do boondock, it definitely gives you an advantage over somebody who doesn't RV or doesn't boondock. Well, I think you kind of went through something similar when you boondock and we've talked about how it's a little different in your right. house but you kind of have learned ways to conserve water or how to get power because um, we've been fortunate to have different little devices and things right. that i'm sure we'll get into that, that we use when we boondock that we were able to use at the house i think we both concluded after four <laughs> days without power though that boondocking in your rv is much easier, easier. than so boondocking in your house oh yeah and the main reasons for that is when we boondock in our RV, we have uh, fresh water on board. Yeah. We um, are able to use the toilet yeah. because it doesn't require electricity. Correct. Um, we're still able to run our furnace for heat. Mm-hmm. And um, gosh, what else was it? Oh, we could still take showers because our water right. heater runs off of propane. Right. And so... Compare hot water, yeah. Yeah. So compare that to our home where, number one, we're on a well. Yep, you can't. So we could not run any fresh water because there was no power to the well pump. Right. And we could not run our furnace, even though it's propane, you need electricity to your furnace to run the blower. Right. Where in your RV, you have your battery bank that actually runs that. Right. Um. And then as far as showers, our water heater, again, would um, heat the water. It's on propane. And so I'm assuming we would have had hot water. But without the well pump, there was no water to actually right. run. You even went down, um, your Uncle Woody yeah. um, told us to for you to check out uh, in the crawl space of the cabin if we were able to do a direct plug-in to the to, pump for yeah. the, with the generator to see if we could run the water. And unfortunately, ours is hardwired. Yeah. There is no plug on it. We're definitely going to be making some changes <laughs> after all this. But yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, definitely it has given us an advantage. And we'll go through those. We're going to talk about some of the things mm-hmm. we did to get by. Um, and, you know, I wonder how many people would have just abandoned ship and went to either a hotel. I think a lot of people did. Or, yeah, um, or taken their RV, if you, if you have an RV. Right. Like in our ch- 
our situation, we could have actually taken the RV over the local KOA. They're open mm -hmm. year-round. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really want to leave the house for multiple reasons. Well, I was just, I would be worried all the time. Okay, did another tree fall? Did another tree fall? Did it land on the house? That would drive me crazy. And then we're just trying to keep our freezer full of food and our refrigerator full of food going. Right. We didn't want to lose all that money, that you yeah. know, that food. Um, so we were trying to do that. And um, yeah. Now, one of the things you could do uh, to not have this issue is you could have what's known as a whole house generator installed. Right, and our neighbor has. Our we have a lot of neighbors. Several neighbors have them back here. Right. And what they do is as soon as your power goes out, the, this generator that's tied into your home's electrical system immediately kicks in. And back here, they're ran off of propane. Right. Um, so as long as you have enough propane in your tank, your generator will provide electricity to your whole home. Mm -hmm. Now, we didn't, we do not have one. Our yeah. house did not have one installed. And for us, it's a little cost prohibitive. Um, we just have not wanted to invest that kind of money into it. Yeah. Because honestly, up until last week. We haven't really had an issue. If, if power goes out, usually it's like a, we've had it where being like, Overnight, like overnight. like you wake up in the middle of the night and it pops back on like right. at two in the morning or something. Yeah, maybe four, six, yeah. eight hours max. But this was a crazy ice storm and so many people and it was just kind of dangerous and the wind right. and yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> so that would be one option right. um, to deal with, you know, having no electricity. Sure. Um, but for us, that wasn't an option, especially no. at this time. So no. what we were able to do is we actually have our Honda 2200 generator, mm -hmm. gas generator. We also have from our RV um, two Blue Eddy units. One is that EB70, which is the smaller unit, has, if I remember right, 700 watt hours, um, 700 um, inverter in it. So we can power small stuff with it. And then we have our big AC200P, which is that big 2000 right. Um, watt hour with the 2000 watt uh, inverter. And so we ended up managing our electricity with those two units combined yeah. with the Honda generator. And that literally allowed us to stay in the house all four days. Mm -hmm. And that was exhausting. It really for was. You because you were really trying to make sure we had things going and continue to get things charged. Plus, we had our fireplace. We were lucky enough to have a wood yeah, fireplace. that's a good point. A lot of people would not. Now, if you don't have a fireplace at all, that becomes a real problem in the right. winter is how do you put heat into your home? If you have a like propane or natural gas fireplace, obviously, you could just flip a switch and boom, you've got an insta fire and it stays on. In our case, we have a wood burning fireplace. So we tried to keep that fire going as hot as possible. And that really did get us through. Mm -hmm. When the power finally came back on, um, the thermostat was reading 52 degrees in here. Right. Which I know for a lot of people, you'd be thinking, wow, that's unbearable. Actually, it was not that bad. It wasn't bad. I don't, you know, we were actually at points going, I think we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that got us through. And like when we went to bed at night upstairs, what little heat that was in here would rise because we have this open floor sure. plan and, and ceiling. And two puppies. And two puppies. <laughs> and, you know, we got good comforters we and, do. and things like that. And um, the problem with our fireplace is it's a small firebox, which yeah. means I cannot put enough wood in it to run all night long. Right. I, I would have had to set an alarm to get up. So every morning it was super cold in here. It was very cold. Because the fire had went out right. at some point in the night. Um, 
But yeah, you're right, Patty. It was it was a challenge to manage because we and it seemed like by the fourth day I was getting pretty we good. We were at getting it. pretty good at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so we realized um, early on that we had to give up some luxury items that mm-hmm. we typically would plug into our Blue Eddies, mainly our big screen TV. Yep. Um, and our sound bar and and everything. You were going through. What can we? not have right because the first the first night i just assumed the power would be on the next morning we did so we had the tv the big screen plugged into big blue we had the sound bar the apple tv you know the wi-fi um because we had wi-fi as long as we had power to the uh, little router yeah (laughs) um but i had everything plugged in but i didn't realize like a big screen tv and that sound bar must have pulled quite a bit because we took quite a bit of charge off of big blue right um so I think the next day we decided, okay, we're not going to watch TV. And if we want to watch TV, we'll do it on either one of our MacBooks or one of our iPads because mm-hmm. those consume a lot less energy. Obviously, a smaller screen. But it worked for what we needed. Right. So we learned quickly we're going to use Little Red, the small Blue Eddy, just for the Wi-Fi router to keep us online. Right. And that would run all day because I think our Wi-Fi router, I think it was only pulling about eight watts. Well, doesn't that pull in with our phone so we had a phone? Yes, because we could do Wi-Fi calling mm-hmm. and then that way, yeah, that if worked people good. people needed to get a hold of us or whatever. Yep. I didn't even have our wi- or our cell booster plugged in because I'm like, let's just go to Wi-Fi calling and we're good. Because unfortunately where we live, you need a cell booster to get a signal. Yep. Um, and then I mainly was using Big Blue. Um, the big AC200P to power the refrigerator in the house right? so that we could keep that going. And I could run it all day. Um, and then usually what I would do, um, I guess what I was doing was I was running it all night. Then I'd come down. It was usually down to about 28%. I would unplug the refrigerator because we knew it could hold for quite a few right, hours. Right. And that would then I would take Big Blue out, put it on the Honda and let the Honda charge it back up mm-hmm. for four hours and then bring it back in, and then we'd get little red, and we'd <laughs> charge okay, little red yeah. back, and plug. And we had extension cords going all oh over. Oh my gosh! Yes. But as by I think the third day, I finally realized. Oh, and then also in the meantime, we have a refrigerator, or I mean a freezer in our garage. Right. And I had a line directly to the Honda, um, and I would run it all day long with the freezer because we didn't want to lose all of our frozen food out in the garage. And then we just let it set overnight because frozen food will, and especially since it was, it was cold out. Cold, yeah. <clears throat> but then at some point, I want to say by maybe Saturday, I finally realized, like, why don't I just get enough extension cord and run another extension cord from the Honda into the refrigerator? And that would free Big Blue up so that Saturday night we could watch um, the TV. Yeah, because you... Because <laughs> the big game was on. Well, sure, you have... <laughs> we had... Uh, Purdue basketball we wanted to watch right. so that's important so yeah and and so we were getting to where I'm like okay now now I'm realizing I can run the uh, freezer and the refrigerator off the Honda yep. and still have plenty of power on the Honda to recharge big blue and little red when we need to and so yeah we were starting to get in a group but it does because you do have to recharge those blue eddy right. and there was no sun like I couldn't hook no. up solar panels um, that wasn't going to do any it good it was just gray we have gray winters. Yeah. So, and that's <laughs> how we managed our power. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then in the meantime, we would charge our devices, our phones, our iPads or whatever. If they were getting low, we would use either Big Blue or Little Red because both of those units have 12-volt charging where you can just plug into, you don't need a 12-volt, mm-hmm. I mean a 110. Mm-hmm. So that's how we did electricity. Yeah. But if you're a person who doesn't have Blue Eddies or a gas generator, yeah. you probably had to abandon ship pretty quick. 
Well, yeah, I guess so. It depends on the side because I know my girlfriend, she just must have a huge generator. Right, and a lot of people have the farm, like, so she was able to do that. They probably have one of those big open frame generators. Mm -hmm. And again, now some people will have an electrician wire a plug yep. where they can backfeed, and we we won't get into that because there's a lot of controversy. Right, right. That. And, but um, or you could just have a big box generator that you fired up and run one main cord in um, into the house, and then maybe plug a, a power strip and mm -hmm. then feed off of that and. But if you didn't have a generator, sure. then yeah. Uh, um, water was interesting. I think in showers comes to my mind. Yeah. How so, we did showers. Okay. So <laughs> how did we do showers for four days? Well, we started with me um, using the water we had in the house. Because one thing that really caught us off guard was they weren't really forecasting no, for us to get this our ice. Our local forecasters basically kept telling us that we were just going to get some rain. And it was going to be above freezing and that the ice and stuff was going to go more toward Michigan, which is just, you know, 10 miles, 20 miles north of us. So they weren't really saying, you know, like anything. Like when we get like this past week, we had us bad snow come through. We, we knew it was going to come. Event, you know, we were ready. They didn't tell us. Right. So we did so, not have all the extra water that we needed. Yeah, so I think we had about 20 bottles of like mm. those bottled waters. And I think I had a gallon jug of water left over from the last camping trip. And that was it. Mm -hmm. But so when we woke up on Thursday morning, um, Patty's school had canceled. So, but she still wanted, we both kind of wanted to clean up. So I ended up heating up water on the Blackstone out on the porch in a saucepan and then we would bring it in the hot water and dilute it down with some cold water. And sponge bathy. Yeah. <laughs> and and we washed our hair that yeah, way too. Yeah, we did. And you know, the reason why we didn't weren't able we couldn't get out, our driveway was still closed no. off with that tree. The tree that had fallen fell on the house, plus it went over the driveway, so there was no way to get the truck or the car. And by out. about I want to say by about two o'clock <laughs> on Thursday, they finally got the tree removed and we were able to go to town and buy more water. Water, propane Except, and gasoline. <laughs> at and least at Meyer, they were limiting yeah. the number of jugs of water you could buy. And uh, but anyway, we got enough. But that was a problem because yeah. we weren't prepared. No. And um and then obviously we couldn't flush our toilets nope. because once the tank would uh flush yep. there was no water to feed yep. back into the tank so we ended up um primarily just using jug water refilling the tank and and uh, you know i'll be honest it's that old saying from i, for, I for, was it meet the falkers yes or, or if two, it's yellow let it mellow if it's brown flush it down and so we really conserved on how many times we flushed because every time you flush it took about a gallon and a half mm -hmm. and i i just hate that now it did snow on friday morning right we had a cool... friday morning or saturday morning? <clears throat> well know. friday night yeah into saturday so saturday morning i was out collecting snow and melting it down which by <laughs> the way is not a good use of energy unless you're dying because <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of snow oh my gosh i couldn't believe how much snow it takes <laughs> to i think you were just having fun and and then i had to strain it through a coffee <laughs> filter because of all the debris yeah, the pine needles but and that's something to consider is if you're on a well like us and you don't have electricity you can't be flushing the toilets unless you have water in reserve and um and again the showers now you by friday afternoon because you did I, go to work on did, friday we had a two-hour delay and then, the, again, the tree had been removed, and so I was able to go to school. Um, 
But yeah, I was ready for a shower. After By school. Friday night, she says when I picked her up, she said, "I'm I need a shower. Take me to Loves." I, and we had been joking about I was going to make her go to Loves, and you did. It's not very far from our house, no. and so I got my things Tell- around. And um, basically, you have the Loves app. Yep. And because we needed gas anyway, and so you were filling up the gas and got on the Loves app, and you can set up your time. Yep. To use the shower. It was and, $16. Yep. And then you had so much time to claim your shower, and meaning like they didn't want you like to mess around, you know, get in there and right. you know, get your shower. So I went in, and I didn't know what to do, so I went to the ladies at the counter back at the where the truck um, people come in, the trucksters, and uh, I go, what do I do? I go, she goes, what do you mean? I go, I want to use a shower. And I go, I have the app. I have paid for my shower. Here's my, it had like a number, like your PIN number. And she goes, I'll show you. So you go back. So you're in shower cell number one. Here's your pin number. You put it right in. It's like a little keypad. And then when you open up, it's real big space. It was It was actually, I thought, I was impressed. And you said it was super clean. It was very clean. That guy was cleaning them constantly and putting down fresh towels. You got like a hand towel, a wash towel, washcloth, and a drying towel. You got a floor mat to step on. I mean, plus it was like you had a shower, your own sink, your own you know toilet. And then the shower had like a shampoo and conditioner like things on the wall where you, if you didn't have you could pump you know and get you some um but I, I had taken my own but um but yeah and it had and she goes don't forget to it had a lock and then a safety lock on the inside that you pulled over um so it was heavenly yeah so if you you know if you need to and you have a loves or, or any kind of truck or even stop the petro up top because yeah. my girlfriend was going to go to the petro yeah. up north of us but yeah and initially i was thinking 16 dollars, but i guess when you consider they have to pay people to be constantly cleaning them and they're giving you the towels and 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 all the soaps, soaps and, and shampoos if you need them i guess that's not too bad and it had plenty of outlets in there because you know like i'm always thinking you know if you need to blow dry your hair right i didn't wash my hair at that journey but if you did you would have access to what you need or shave you know if, you, if you're a gentleman you need to shave so yeah it was to me i loved it it was heaven <laughs> and then the last thing was how do you do dishes and we just didn't we for the didn't. most part um we, we used paper, paper and plastic yeah which we had plenty mm-hmm. of on hand right and the cooking i ended up using the blackstone right um because that's not there's really no cleanup with it well and then we have a some really nice restaurant that we kind of to spoil yeah. ourselves <laughs> so we would we would i would cook a breakfast in the morning right you know usually eggs and 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 meat and whatever toast and yeah and okay. then that would get us through maybe snacking in the afternoon and then uh yeah every evening we would just go and get takeout and bring it back here yeah we had a really and good so, italian restaurant that we went and splurged so so we did it we survived we 94 survived. hours without power and i oh. do think our boondocking experience. I don't think we could have done this if well, we. I think we had some ideas like, okay, here's what we we started. You know, this, what what can we do? You know, yeah. I think you might have been a little lost. Yeah. At first, if you didn't know some of the things that we know. So, but you know, now, in hindsight, you know, thinking, okay, we always need to have water in supply. Keep it in, you know, the garage. We always need to have, you know, paper plates and this and this and this. Yep. We're stocking up, we call it Costco North anyway, in our garage and get it stocked up so that if ever you need anything, you know, summer storms, winter storms, we're ready. 
Well, Patty, you uh, <laughs> you rushed ahead. Oh. But that's okay because that leads us right into our Delaney pro tip, okay. which was going to be prepared. Be prepared. Be a Boy Scout. Be yeah, prepared. Yeah, because you know, we thought we were. Um, but yeah, to be prepared with, we realized, we're, you were even looking yesterday, maybe we need some better type of like flashlights. Or yeah, you want to make sure if you have flashlights, do you have batteries on hand? Do you have extra batteries mm-hmm. on hand? Because um, when the lights go out, we're we're fortunate because we have some studio lighting that we use for our YouTube channel. Yeah, that channel. helped us and, tremendously. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and, and it's powered with USB. Mm-hmm. So we actually have a small like battery bank that you recharge your cell phones with. And I was able to plug that, um, that studio lighting into it. And that would run for hours at night to give us light in here. Right. But if you don't have studio lighting, then you may, you know, maybe like a battery lantern or again, flashlights, that type of thing. Definitely water. water we We're going to keep more water. Lots of water, jugs of water, bottled water, all kinds of water. <laughs> and the thing is, we we had a big storm blizzard, actually, right before Christmas. And we knew that was coming. So yeah. we had prepared. We had made, like, I don't know, like six-gallon jugs of water. And, we and, then, and then the power never went out. Yeah. It was just we weren't prepared because we didn't know the storm was coming. Right. But, I, but it taught us maybe you should be prepared. So, like, right now I have two, two-and-a-half-gallon, like, jug these big jugs out there so we've got at least five gallons of water on hand we're just going to leave them out there until there's another an emergency um and then the other thing besides water i would say is you might want to make sure you always have a little bit of non-perishable food on hand that doesn't need to be prepared or has minimal preparation and that's where things like canned fruits um you know things that you could heat up on a a gas grill that you may have outside that you'd be able to use or or a blackstone right, right. that type of thing mm-hmm. so i just think just be prepared just in case think and i ahead, yeah. and i think for most people your power's probably not going to go out for 4 days you're probably you know maybe have to go 8 hours and that won't be nearly as traumatic. Well, yeah. And you always think after our experience, like, how do the people, the folks who have a hurricane? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine weeks? Or a tsunami or you know, something I, I terrible. Saw a, I saw a comment Even on worse. our YouTube video about the, the, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, somebody said they went without power for two weeks. I can't wow. imagine. No. So. Well, and if, I don't know if they had cold environment, if they were in a warm environment. But, yeah. We, we would have been pretty chilly for that long. I think we would have given up. Yep. <laughs> Thrown in the towel. <laughs> well, Patty, this has been a fun episode. Hopefully, those of you listening, uh, at least maybe uh, this will give you some ideas in case your power ever goes out long term. And, yep. and what skills do you have from boondocking right. um, that you might be able to apply or even equipment that you might be yep. able to use. Mm-hmm. And Patty, I'm always remiss if I don't thank our producer and our good friend Jim Kuzman. Jim, Jim always makes us Hi, sound Jim. good. Um, <laughs> even when we screw up and record with the wrong microphones. Oh yeah. Um, there is an episode. I'm not going to tell anybody which one it is. <laughs> you might be able to tell a difference, but yeah. unfortunately I screwed up in one of the settings and it was recording the audio from my iPhone as opposed to these beautiful mics. We had them on. We looked goofy with them on, I guess. <laughs> they weren't actually recording. It looked like we knew what we're doing. But Jim ended up working his magic to where I don't think the average listener can tell the difference. That's so, awesome. Jim, thank, thank you, you so much. We couldn't do this without you. And thank you to all of you. Uh, if you made it this far in the podcast, if you're listening on any of the platforms that might have either a place to leave a comment or leave a review rating, 
please do that because these podcast platforms, uh, they look at those ratings and comments and that's how they decide which podcast they'll help to spread the word about. And so we always appreciate your support and helping us get the word out um, about our podcast. Yep, absolutely. All right. As we say each and every week, whether it's on video or on podcast, until next time, everybody, we'll see you. On down the road. Bye-bye. Bye. Travels with the lady. We'll see you on down the road. We're so glad you stopped by our weekly. Okay, Jim, let's try that one more oh time. Oh, my. Sorry, Jim. <laughs>